Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, let's get some of your thoughts on the legend of the sea devils. Um, I've had a couple of emails from Paul. Uh, one where, so Paul sent me an email beforehand, um, was kind of guessing at things that might be going on uh, in the episode and suspected that only being 47 minutes that it might kind of you know, truncate things, um, but uh, did think that the the episode's length uh, impacted the overall balance of the story. He said, the positive is that there is no unnecessary banter clotting up the scenes. <laughs> um, the directing was definitely a highlight and the soundtrack was ramped up being a special. I feel a little numb overall. The Sea Devils definitely weren't fleshed out. No, and, you know, I feel like that's happened to them, you know, every time they've been on. They're, like, the. The two previous times, they were just henchmen. Um, henchmen for the Master, henchmen for the Silurians. Um, and uh, he said Madame Ching was, also wasn't uh, fleshed out very much. No. And it was wrapped up terribly quickly. Uh, a, you know, about two and a half minutes spent in the TARDIS, acceptable for this story. Uh, Utilisation of the TARDIS to go further back in time of the earlier time period was good to see. Not the worst episode, though not much gravitating you to watch it more than a couple of times. Yeah, it was just kind of a, you know, it's, 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 I think it, my problem with it is it feels like um, a lot of entertainment at the moment. And I'm having this problem, I think, with Moon Knight as well, um, where it's like you're watching the whiteboard. <laughs> Like it's, they've got a checklist of things that they've gone will be cool and they're all there. And that's kind of all like, you're like, yeah, I see you've put all these alleged Easter eggs in, um, or, you know, you've ticked all these boxes that you've decided that needed to be in there. That's, oh, we want pirates, check. We want Chinese pirates, check. Uh, we want sea devils, check. Um, we're going to have a flying pirate ship, check. A sea monster, check. Um, 
And then, oh, also we need to address the uh, Yasmin being in love with the Doctor. Um, and then it's kind of, you go, yeah, that was all there. Um, so technically, it was, you know, satisfying, but it just felt like, I feel like, you know, there's just a little, there's just a something missing, you know, that's something extra. It's like, yes, yes, I've seen all the things you told me were going to be in it. Now give me a surprise. Um, which, as I said in the last episode, in this age of Marvel movies, the surprise is always the trailer for the next one. Uh, you know, when Nick Fury turns up at the end and <laughs> invites them all to be Avengers. Um, which is what I say whenever, like, whenever, whenever I go to the movies, I sit through the credits. Mainly because, you know, I work in television, our credits aren't on screen. Um, but I know how many people it takes to make even a half-hour quiz show. And that is a very... You know, we we have a fairly fairly small crew, um, so I kind of feel like it's it's respectful to sit and appreciate the credit crawl because they're the names of people who've worked really hard on something. Um, but whenever anyone asks me while I'm sitting watching the credits, I'm like, I'm just waiting to see if Nick Fury turns up and invites them to the Avengers, <laughs> um, which is not true. I don't really care about that bit at the end. I'm more invested in uh just respecting the people who worked at the film like i remember charlie pickering told me a story once where he'd been to see i think it was the movie two hands um with brian brown and uh <laughs> Heath ledger and he had a thing to get to so as soon as it finished he tried to sneak off and brian brown was standing in the door i was like mate you got to watch the credits and so he had to go and sit back down <laughs> um anyway that was a weird tangent. Uh, so, Paul has sent me a second email just about the uh, trailer, which feeds into my theory that we love the the bit at the end more than the actual episode because it is like about, it's three paragraphs instead of one. Um, he says, I'm gutted not to get a title unless it's called Coming Soon. I mean, it might be. <laughs> Um, it would certainly feed into the, uh, like, it, if you want to save your sanity, don't ever look at the replies to any of the official BBC things, because it's just people saying, this show's terrible, Jodie's awful, Chris Chibnall's the worst person who ever lived, can't wait for Russell T Davis. I'm like, you're going to hate him when he comes. Um, uh, Paul says, the master is obviously back, and Kate Stewart gets a big tick. Vinda, not so much though. Oh, I love Vinda, he's hot. Uh, however, does... That then opened a grand serpent door. Ooh, I hope so. A shard caught me off big time. Oh, old mate, half-faced Slabman. Uh, I'm actually pleased to see him as his uh, demise in The Timeless Children was pathetic <laughs> due to how important he was in the few episodes of season 12. Uh, yeah. Um, no fugitive Dr. Gatley or Tecteon, but uh, it was a short trailer. Oh, yeah, you can't jam everyone in. Um Here's an unfortunate disconnect for me. As I haven't ventured into the classic series, I had no clue that the two ladies talking were previous companions, Ace and Tegan, though Ace's name is softly said on a second watch. Seems there'll they'll be battles on more than one front. Journey's End Part 2. I may get my Davros appearance. <laughs> yeah, Davros has been gone since then, hasn't he? Um, oh, no, he turned up in Capaldi, so it's he's been around. Um, I don't think I can extra extract too much more from this snippet other than if the final scene is part of 13's generation then it doesn't seem like she's unwell first thoughts are the master triggering the process oh that's a good theory as sadistic as this master is i can see him continually killing the doctor over and over again forcing constant regenerations just out of spite wow 
Um, uh, <laughs> if this did happen, maybe we'd see some timey-wimey going on in all the faces that we thought were previous incarnations of the Doctor were actually future ones, part of the Master's plan. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, I also have a massive email from Matt. Um, who says his buckles have truly been swashed uh, and timbers shivered um, and his hearties have been ahoyed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which he says at the end, uh, no, I've not just been on a lively grinder date. I watched Sea Lantern and the Sea Devils, Matthew. Um, once again, I really tried to go into it with an open mind and a bit of hope. All the pre-publicity had me excited. Everything looked so beautiful. What a gorgeous era for the show to play with visually. And we all know if there's one thing dear old Auntie Beeb can do beautifully, it's period drama. And this does look gorgeous. Yeah, I, I agree. Flying ships, sea monsters, special effects and visuals are stunning. A feast of the eyes. I mean, there are some sh slightly shonky moments, but knowing the constraints under this was filmed, dear old Lady Rona, we can give it a bit of leeway and forgive the slightly dodgy green screen moment. Well, we're Doctor Who fans. We tolerated and loved Mrs. Farrell's kitchen in Terror of the Autons. Oh, I know. It wasn't even there. Uh, on a visual scale, top notch. Doctor Who has come so far in terms of its look, we're really spoiled now. The Sea Devil ship flying above the water looked incredible and brought to mind that fantastic image of ships flying through space and Enlightenment. Oh, yeah, Enlightenment. That's a piratey one I could do, isn't it? Um, I'm going to do. I'm going to have a pirate month inspired by Legend of the Sea Devils. I'm just doing pirate episodes from here on in. Uh, <laughs> uh, Enlightenment and those costumes. Apparently, controversy aside, not up to speed really in what it was about, they looked stunning. And I loved the Doctor and Yaz's new looks. Even Dan's look raised a chuckle, making me think of Captain Pugwash. Oh, my God, Captain Pugwash. Was Captain Pugwash the one where they had human mouths in... Inside the paper cartoons, uh, or was that some of the clutch cargo? Um, I have seen Captain Pugwash, it's like that limited animation stuff. Um, and apparently, there were some uh, rather horrifically named uh, <laughs> people who worked on Captain Pugwash's ship, whose names I won't say. Um, but uh, apparently, they it's a urban myth, like they didn't really. They weren't really there. Uh, anyway, Matt goes on. Despite looking beautiful, I've once been left feeling underwhelmed. It just didn't add up. It didn't adhere for me at all. The story was messy and all over the place and really unclear. The sea devils are after a MacGuffin to do something or other, like make the world aqua again somehow. Madam Ching is after it too for reasons unknown other than she's a pirate and she wants shiny stuff like a magpie. No, she had a, her crew was captured. She had to re release them. Come on. Um, <laughs> the magpie one was from Curse of the Black Spot. Uh, then the doctor comes up in the midst of telling Yaz, it's me, not you. She does some techno babble with some cables and it's all over. And Madam Ching has some treasure from somewhere or other. And then that guy sacrificed himself, which, you know, happens way too much in this era of Doctor Who. It's like, I'll do it. And then they're like, no, no, I'll do it. And the doctor's like, okay, you do it. And it's like, I just... There's never enough chat about that. Uh, anyway, um, I'll continue Matt's letter in the next episode. Plus, more of your thoughts and theories. Please keep them coming. How did you feel about Legend of the Sea Devil? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.